Hey everyone, this is the Lake Norman Locals podcast, the podcast about the people making change in our community. This week, we took the episode outside. Let's hear who we have. Welcome back everyone to the Lake Norman Locals podcast. Today we have Lou, a spirited cyclist with us. Thanks for coming out, Lou. You're welcome. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, appreciate it. So today we're kind of going to talk about how Spirited Cyclists impacts our community of Lake Norman, a little bit about like some of your community rides. But before we get into Spirited, I kind of want to talk a little bit about you. Um, so originally you're from New York, right? Yeah, that's correct. Originally from uh, New York, uh, the southern portion of New York on the border of Connecticut, uh, about 60 miles north of uh, New York City. Okay. And did you start riding up there? Yeah, I started uh, bike riding at a very young age, uh, preschool. Uh, wow. no, tr- no training wheels uh, required. <laughs> and uh, just took off from there and always had a love for, for biking. It was a, a way of freedom and navigating the neighborhood and, uh, and, uh, and, and a, an escape with my friends. Uh, my parents didn't need to take me anywhere. Uh, we were always on the, uh, on the bikes. Cool. And a lot of the people here like your staff has, you know, a big range of biking styles. Um, but on your webpage, it says that you're a fanatic for jumps. Is that right? Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that is correct. Uh, that goes back to the, my earliest days of biking when uh, I hit my first jump uh, in kindergarten and my, uh, my bike went up in the air, straight up, came back down and hit me on the face. <laughs> we went back to my friend's house and we, band-aid my mouth shut <laughs> no way yeah so uh didn't quite go as planned but uh we felt like we got the job done and what's that that's redneck stitches yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's exactly what that was <laughs> okay cool you were in new york when did you move down to the charlotte area uh I moved down uh in 2019 so roughly uh two years ago okay pretty fresh yeah yeah uh new, new transient for sure Okay. And how's the transition been? Um, kind of some of the biking trails that we have here compared to up there and the people as well. Uh, the transition hasn't uh, been easy for me personally. Um, I'm used to the terrain uh, up in the northeast, uh, but there's great riding down here. And what really led us here was the, the type of uh, riding and the type of bike community that this area has to offer. And the best thing about it is is the access and the style of the trails that were built uh, and how accepting the rest of the community is to uh, cycling. Uh, and that was one of our, our big deciding factors for this area. So I have a, a family with small children, and we're able to get out and enjoy the trails as a family uh, on a regular basis. Uh, where in, in New York, we really had to travel and you know, fine trails that everybody in the family can do. But here uh, in the Charlotte area, the, the community and the, um, the organizations uh, really do a good job putting nice trails together for everybody to use. That's awesome. Yeah, and we were talking a little bit. I mean, we, how we got connected again to do this podcast is we met out at Fisher Farms in Davidson, uh, and you were with your kids. So... A couple things. What are your favorite trails to do with your kids? And I kind of already maybe know the answer. And then when you're not with your kids, where where do you go ride? 
my favorite trail to do with the kids is Mazeppa, uh, and that is uh, for the, um, the the ease and access of getting to the trails. You know, after work, we can get there very quickly, and the kids have a good time, and they feel like they're really accomplishing something, uh, and they feel like they're they're doing well uh, without too many interruptions or too much difficulty. And it's it's good area for them to build up their fitness and then bring that that fitness to other areas to challenge themselves. Mm-hmm. And then when you're by yourself, you're trying to go send some of those jumps. Where where do you go? Uh, I really like uh, uh, Cedar Valley for or the uh, the local area, and then uh, I like to go to the bike parks, uh, Beach Mountain and Sugar Mountain when it's open, and okay. Wind Rock. And then after that, uh, Pisgah. It is an epic place to ride out in the Brevard and uh, Hendersonville area. Yeah, no kidding. I can't tell you how many tires I've lost to Pisgah. <laughs> yeah, I know where you can get new tires. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's transition a little into Spirited as well. How did you get connected with Spirited? So coming coming out to North Carolina, it was, uh, it was a move. We pretty much picked up and left, and I had a... Uh, career in the bike industry prior to um uh you know coming out here and uh my previous career was uh in law enforcement so uh i was in the bike industry um starting in bike shops uh from uh you know early 90s all the way up until uh the you know 2005 2006 era and uh I gained a lot of experience from the shops to uh, uh, bicycle manufacturers, and moving out here it was a it was a new start. And uh, I, you know, I thought to myself, well, let's let's see what uh, you know working in a bike shop could offer. And it was as simple as, uh, well, we're going to work in a bike shop. But when I got here uh, and established with Spirited Cyclists, it was more than that. It was. Uh, it was being a part of the community, being part of a, uh, you know, a business and a company uh, that was really pushing to promote uh, cycling and support the community. It, was, it wasn't what I was expecting. It became a whole lot more. That's awesome. And that's something that I've noticed. We've been coming to Spirited for such a long time. But, you know, we only come in maybe once or twice a year to kind of tune up our bikes as needed. Uh, but every time we come in, you know, you guys know my name. We saw each other out on the trail. You're like, hey, Jack. And we only see each other once, maybe twice a year. You know my brother, Gustavo? <laughs> Gustavo. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that's, you know, f- for for us and myself, that's really what it's about. You know, we're, we're a conduit of, uh, you know, bicycles and equipment and gear and parts. Uh, but for what it's really about is connecting to uh, the people that are interested, uh, you know, in, in biking and, and then also interested in, in us. And, and we, we reciprocate with, with that same level of interest, and it's, and it's genuine. And, you know, that's the big part of it. I'm happy to see people coming into the store just to chat or tell us about their experiences with biking or, or anything else. Um, the, the after, uh, thought of that is if we, if the shop has what they need and what they're looking for, then that's, that's extra for, for them and us. Right. I kind of want to get in a little bit to 
company culture because I've been to a lot of bike shops and you know you go in and it just kind of feels like you're almost avoiding the technicians because they're just kind of on their phone or doing whatever anytime I come into a spirited you know people are greeting you everyone's high-fiving not only are you guys interacting with your customers but the employees like it's just a great culture um, so if you want to talk a little bit about the culture of spirited yeah so it, it starts with working hard and you know all of us in the shop we work hard on a regular basis to support one another and have fun uh, doing what we do and go, you know going into the into the day you know we are you know in a bike shop we're getting to uh, do what we love talk about what we love uh, and and everything biking and and also spread that um, to people coming into the shop and we, we, we look at people coming into the shop as is that they came there to to see us or to to learn what's behind those doors so we want to give them all the information um, that they're they're looking for and and it is um, it is a challenge at times because uh, people uh, you know sometimes are shy or you know we we're not quite sure what to approach them with so it's we really want to get to know the people uh, you know that are you know, in the area and coming to our store. Yeah, I love that. Um, another thing is, you know, we've been coming here for years, and especially this Davidson shop. It started in a much smaller shop. Um, how's it been growing with the company? Have you guys had any growing pains, or it's been smooth and steady? It is smooth and steady. Uh, it doesn't come without the 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 pains or the uh, uh, you know the injuries of of growth. Uh, but I, what really helps that is we have a great team and we support each other through through every step. And you guys seem to constantly, not constantly be hiring, but there's always more people, as in, you know, you're always adding more people to the experience and to your staff. Um, how are you guys training them? How? Who comes in and does an interview and you're like, okay, you're a good fit to come work at Spirited? So what happens with that, you see more people because because of the growth. And uh, the growth is, uh, I would attribute that to the growing community and growing interest in cycling. So when it, when it comes down to training, uh, one of the things uh, that... Uh, we do is we really don't look for prior experience we, we we would love to have somebody come in fresh who wants to learn uh you know from the ground up and you know we can share the knowledge and just watch them flourish and gain their own knowledge and interest uh you know with cycling and and what this the cycling community and products uh and industry has to offer that's awesome hire for the smile train for the skill that yeah that's you nailed it cool uh and so a big part of you know what you've been talking about is the community so what kind of stuff are you guys doing in the community of biking so what we do uh, with the community is there's a bunch of initiatives everything from uh trail building to uh community uh, events as well as group rides and organizing, um, you know, 
group rides for all different abilities. And then, uh, you know, after that is, you know, we have bigger events, uh, the Lake Norman Fondo, uh, uh, that is a, a sought after event, very popular in the area and people from all over, they come to engage in that. And it's, and it's more about the fun and it, and, and it's about the, the gathering. So let's kind of dive into each one of those. Um, so let's start with trail building. What, you know, we've got a local Tar Heel trail blazers page. Um, how do you guys interact with that, and how do you set up the events to do some trail building? So what, what happens with that is there's designated uh, trails that certain groups will uh, be assigned to, and you know we'll put a collective effort in d- developing a given area. I'd say North Mecklenburg Park uh, in the Huntersville area w- would be uh, the Spirited Cyclists' uh, primary focus. And wherever we can uh, provide a lending hand uh, after that is uh, we're, we're always up for it. Uh, me, on a personal level, I've, I've helped out at uh, Lake Norman. Uh, that's more of a, a local trail for me, uh, and in addition to some of the efforts at Cedar Valley. So it's, it's always ongoing, and it, there's always trail development for us to get involved in um, and dedicate some of our assets to. And you know this area is very trail rich so uh, mm-hmm. you know th- it's always going to require resources right yeah i mean I- anytime a trail goes unmaintained it just gets torn apart yeah uh, so thank you guys for keeping those up to date uh, another thing that i've really enjoyed is your demo days so you guys bring out a bunch of different kinds of bikes i think you typically do it at north mac right yeah that's correct um, and I know I've loved getting to try out some bikes that I could never afford, but, you know, just seeing the difference in each caliber of bike and you guys are really friendly about, you know, you want to try this bike out? Cool. Good. Do a lap. Um, so how, how's that been for Spirited? How, what's been the reception? In the, in the past, the, uh, the demo days have been a, a good success. It allows people, like you were saying, to get out on bikes uh, that they've never experienced before, that they've never seen before, uh, and then also get a feel for what the the mountain biking sport uh, is about. Um, if uh, if somebody hasn't been mountain biking before, and they get out on these bikes, they're they're surprised by uh, a, a few elements. Uh, number one is that they're able to navigate and negotiate the trail systems that are out there. Uh, number two is they're able to see that oh wow there's trails through the woods and this is a <laughs> lot of fun and then they then they experience a piece of equipment that allows them to do all this so there's a lot to tie in there and then uh, um, after all that they see other people engaging in that and then there's a whole community behind it and right. that becomes interesting is, is now they get a sense of like you know I could belong to this um, and then it, it puts traffic in into uh to the shop as well and it gives them another avenue uh to um you know experience you know part of that community yeah that's awesome uh and you know buying that first bike especially it's probably a pretty big jump for most people seeing a 600 hundred dollar bike and going whoa um but then i'm assuming once you get that first 600 hundred dollar bike it's you know you're hooked right is that typically how it goes yeah it 
people when they get that that bike uh, for the first time, uh, they're they're very excited, and then then it's up to uh, us and them together to um, you know keep that interest alive. It's it's not just up to the rider. In some cases, the the rider will uh, you know take the reins and and develop their their interest and uh, you know keep going after it, but. You know, as uh, as the provider of the the equipment, uh, we put a lot of that responsibility on us to keep keep the customer engaged and in tune of what's out there and what's available uh, for them uh, to to ride their bikes and how to maintain and take care of their bikes. You know. Yeah. Cool. So you know, we went over demo day, but you guys also do group ride events. Uh, I think you do one every Wednesday, right, for mountain biking, and then what a maybe road biking i don't road bike as much so yeah so uh out of the uh out of the shops we we do host group rides uh wednesday nights is uh correct uh there's a big road ride that leaves the davidson location on wednesday nights uh and then also saturday mornings and if you you know if you come here on a uh uh, a Wednesday evening or Saturday morning, uh, you really get a sense of what the cycling community, uh, you know, can look like. And, you know, the levels of experience, it varies anywhere from beginner to, um, you know, pro-level racers. Wow. And with the uh, the mountain biking group rides, uh, you know, we we meet at the, um, the venues typically for a mountain bike group ride. Uh, always wet weather dependent. And, uh, you know, it's more with the mountain rides, uh, it's, it's more about getting people to the same area, uh, you know, just so they can, you know, interact and talk in the parking lot and then then gauge themselves and, and see how, you know, where they fit in, you know, with the ride. What's the typical size? And is it typically the same people coming every week or are you constantly adding new faces to those weekly rides? It's it's a little bit of both. Uh, so you, you you will definitely have um, your regulars who, who uh, you know are pretty well established with their rides and 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 some of these guys like that is their only ride for the week. So they, they really look forward to it. And then uh, there's always new faces. We always encourage uh, people to to show up um, and experience it. And even if uh, they don't want to ride or they're apprehensive about riding. Um, I encourage them to just come check it out and just chat with the people, see see what's going on, and 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 get a feel for you know for how things work. Cool. Yeah, I um I don't typically make it out. I would blame it on something else. I think it's really because I'm lazy. <laughs> um, now you also mentioned a big race that you guys it, it, do you host or you help promote it. Yeah, it's it's both. We 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 host, sponsor, and and promote it. Um, so and that that would be the uh, the Lake Norman Fondo. You want to tell us a little bit about what that ride is? So there, it's a it's a ride throughout the uh, the streets of uh, Davidson and Mooresville, uh, and it has different loops uh, uh, ranging up to uh, seventy miles. And it's uh, oh, wow. it, it is it is on the roads, and but people have ridden various types of bikes, uh, mostly mostly road bikes, and it's uh, yeah it's a great event. Unfortunately, last year we weren't able to to do it due to right. the uh, the circumstances, but th- this year uh, it is uh, it is up and running. That's awesome. Are e-bikes allowed? 
Yeah. <laughs> you, you can you can okay. do it on an e-bike. I was being a little facetious, but okay. Is there a leaderboard? Is it, is there a winner? Or it's just you go out and ride. Well, you pretty much go out and ride, but there's always going to be there's always going to be the winners. This podcast is brought to you by Trailblaze Paints. The team at Trailblaze Paints runs their business on the principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. They are one of Lake Norman's top-rated paint companies with a vision to be the number one trusted painters in the Lake Norman area. If you or someone you know is looking for interior, exterior, or cabinetry painting, please visit their website or reach out directly at 704-402-0556. So what's a little-known fact about you, Lou? Do you have any interesting facts that not many people know? try to keep it low key uh i i would say probably that i am uh competitive and and uh and i try to come across that i'm not but i wind up being competitive okay you do a good job keeping it low key you're at least not intimidating <laughs> that's good to know <laughs> but i awesome. can see that i can see that okay uh you mentioned you were in law enforcement a little bit before you got into uh, working at bike shops. One, thank you for uh, helping serve our country. Two, um, you know, what was kind of the transition point for you where you wanted to make the switch? So transitioning from my original career in the bike industry to uh, law enforcement, being a first responder, I, you know, I felt a little bit of a pull and, and an interest. And, and being from New York during... Um, you know, the time when 9-11 happened, uh, that was, um, it, it, it just felt the calling, and, and, I, and I didn't stand alone uh, with that. Um, a lot of uh, men and women, you know, felt the same thing in the pull to, to just be of, uh, of service. And, you know, even as a, a kid, um, you, know, you know, being a fireman or police officer was, uh, was something that I always thought about, and then it, you know, dri driven by hobbies and, and love for sports. That's how I got into uh, biking. And then that took hold. And then opportunity arose. And uh, when I was in my late 20s, and uh, I went for it and did, did very well with it and, had, and did that for about uh, just over 10 years. And um, being in New York, we wanted to make a move as a family. And uh, coming down here into North Carolina um, gave me uh, another opportunity at getting involved with the bike industry, which w I was familiar with. So I, I, I could have went in uh, either direction, and uh, it was really community-based. So any way that I can get involved with the community again uh, was, uh, was my driving factor with that. So, um, yeah. Well, again, I appreciate you serving our country. Thank you, Lou. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. And, and it was, it was fun. It was, um, it, it was fun and concerning at the same time. And and any time that I was out in, in the field, it was it was always in the best interest of the the people that I was involved with. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, I'd like to hear two stories. One of an experience of someone coming in to spirited or let's say even another bike shop that was just 
amazing, something that pops out. Um, and then two, maybe someone who comes into the bike shop and you're like, oh my goodness, can this person please never come back? <laughs> uh, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a loaded one, that second part. <coughs> um, so pretty much any time somebody walks through the door uh, at the shop, there, there's this uh, uh, this ex- excitement. It's like, okay, you know, somebody's here to, s- to see me or see us or, or just want to talk bikes. And that's something that we can do all, all day long. And we often have to cut ourselves off. It's <laughs> like, okay, we, we have to stop talking. This person has to has things to do <laughs> other than, t- uh, than talk to us today. Um, but when somebody walks through the door with a, a young child and the young child is getting their bike, uh, you know, for the first time or they're just learning to ride, um, and there's that that excitement, you know, because in in a sense it is a toy store. Um, then on the flip side of that is when we have somebody who um, is is much older, you know, in in the later years of life, and they're they're getting a bike or or maintaining a bike or getting another type of bike to help them or or allow them to keep cycling. It's the it's the same feeling and same. Uh, motivation you know from our end to keep these folks going or to start them up um, on on the bike so they can continue to have that joy and experience and that that freedom that the bicycle uh, you know offers the rider that's awesome I like how that wasn't one specific thing it's just those are exciting moments yeah Um, so if if you're looking for for one uh, specific event it, it is it is hard to boil down because we we encounter so many and um, it's uh, you know each one is 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 touching and heartwarming um, to you know to to some degree you know yeah I like that yeah so of course we just went through a global pandemic how did that affect your store there, there's, there's a couple parts to this. So when it first started uh, taking shape and form, we were uh, we were concerned and we were thinking, you know, um, you know, if the doors were to close, what are we what are we going to do? And we were gearing up towards store in-store improvements, renovations, um, you know, strategizing. Uh, you know the next wave of uh, you know business when we were to reopen, we never closed, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we actually never didn't wind up closing at all. It, and uh, as the the news of the pandemic started coming out, more and more people started coming in, and we were we were curbside uh, like everybody else, and we had people right. lined up, um, you know, outside the store under tents. Uh, you know, trying to keep social distancing and, and we put in uh, disinfectant, uh, you know, procedures um, to minimize our exposure um, to uh, the, the virus. And, you know, fortunately, uh, nobody on our end was, uh, was infected. So what we were doing uh, was was proven to be the the right thing uh, we employed a lot of uh you know 
precautions and methods to disinfect bikes as they were coming in and out of the store um, and disinfecting the store and ourselves. It, it, it was stressful, but at the same time, uh, you know, we felt uh, that we were doing um, the community a service by, by being there and having, um, you know, bikes available, you know, so people can can feel joy in their life during such a, a hard time. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we just, we, we didn't have enough bikes at one point. Um, <laughs> so w with, with all of that, that activity, it really propelled us into, um, changing our strategies, uh, you know, and making sure that we had bikes available for, for, you know, our customers and, and people who are new to the community wanting to get into biking. Yeah, and I remember those tents being set up, and it was, it was a pretty fun environment. Just everyone's outside. I don't remember if you guys were playing music, but yeah. just a fun vibe. Yeah, it, it, it was it was fun for the most part. Um, there, there was definitely times when it was stressful, and, you know, uh, you know, a lot of members of the community are under the, the stress because of the pandemic. Right. So it was a little, it was a little challenging at times, but everybody got through it. And uh, I mean, we can't give enough gratitude to all the customers that helped us, you know, through it. And, and everybody was very patient. Another thing I have is e-bikes. Do you guys sell e-bikes? Yeah, we are uh, an, an e-bike dealer. So a lot of the brands that we carry have e-bike offerings. Um, and it's just a, it's an alternative, uh, you know, means to cycling and also uh, a, a great alternative to transportation. Who do you find buying most of those? Because this kind of goes back to, you know, the experiences that you say you really enjoy, uh, which could be older people getting into biking or maybe upgrading their bikes. Do you find that to be the demographic buying e-bikes? It's really a it's a mixed uh, group of people. Um, you know, we have every everyone from uh, y you know um, young adults to all the way up to uh, elderly folks. Uh, so the e-bike is a great platform for people that have limited mobility, um, but are able to ride a bicycle. Uh, th just need a little bit of assistance and that's uh, the thing with our bikes is they are pedal assisted so none of them are throttle based where you just get on and, and hit the throttle and off you go um, you need to be pedaling to to get any type of assistance so it can function as a regular bicycle or depending on the setting that you have you'll get the assistance okay I'm always jealous when I get passed by someone on an e-bike it's like man the amount of laps I could do. Yeah, it, that, that, is, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on, Lou. Um, you know, you guys are awesome at Spirited. I would just wrap up by saying, you know, we've tried a lot of bike shops. We come back to Spirited a lot because of the culture. So thank you guys for what you do. Yeah, no, thank you, Jack. I really appreciate that. Uh, and, um, you know, we at the shop, we, we love seeing the, the customers and the, and the people that we really enjoy. So awesome. Thanks. Well, you guys can find Spirited Cyclist on Google, uh, face, Facebook, right? You guys have Facebook? Yep. Uh, and Instagram? Yep. Facebook, Instagram, Google. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lou. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Jack. And thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Awesome.
Thanks for tuning in, everyone. At Lake Norman Locals, we aim to bring the stories of our community to our community. If you or someone you know has a story to share, please reach out to us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or email us at lakenormanlocals at gmail.com.